0: Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Beans. My name is Nina and I'm joined by my best friend, partner and baby daddy, Dayon.
1: And together, we're a couple of 20-something olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing.
0: So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex and happiness. So it's been 2 weeks that we've been parents, so we're doing a little little check-in. I feel like the first 2 weeks are probably the hardest. I mean, I say so. that I say that now, yeah. but I don't know, everyone says that it gets easier. Yeah, everyone says that it gets easier because it was rough, like, the first couple of days. I mean, it's just, like, such a huge gap of knowledge, you know? Like, you can read all the books, like, we've read all the books, we read all the, like, articles, we did the breastfeeding class. And even then, like, I know in a couple episodes ago, like, we were like, yeah, we know so much about breastfeeding. But now I feel like I know even more about breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. Like, literally every single day, I'm Googling something about our baby, about, like, my incision, about...
1: Google has been such know. such a help. Like yeah. it's helped us so much with everything. Like he was grunting a lot and we're like, why is he grunting? And then we like Googling all these things. Yeah. yeah. So picking up where we left off with the last episode, you just had the baby, so I know recovery has been quite tough.
0: It is not at all what I expected. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't expect to have a C section. So like recovering from an incision, like that's like major surgery. And then also taking care of a newborn. Like I think when I thought about we're going to have a baby. I was in my mind thinking like I will be well-rested. I will, you know, be as fit as I normally am. Like I just, assumed that my state of mind and my state of body would be at its peak Mm -hmm. but like not that you're like at your lowest point and then you're trying to take care of a newborn like it was like it was just so much all at one time I spent the first couple days definitely being like this is not fair at all like how do you literally go from the longest labor and then a really rough delivery And then straight into, like, okay, breastfeeding, taking care of this baby, learning how to change his diapers. Like, it was just so much all at once. And, I mean, it's not unique to me That's like, every single mother goes through that. It's just, like, you go from being exhausted to more exhausted and no break whatsoever.
1: Yeah, just getting up out of bed was, like, so tough for you. It was so hard. And that was something that you had to, like, constantly repeat because, like, you'd have to... You'd have to sit up to feed our baby and...
0: Yeah. For the first couple of days, because I had a C-section, I had a catheter in. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's basically a tube that is connected to your urethra. And then it just... Like, you don't even feel it happening, but you're just constantly...
1: Filling a bag Yeah, yeah,
0: (laughs) It's just like, anytime that your bladder fills up, it goes straight into the bag. And, like, that was... It was, it was uncomfortable walking around with mm-hmm. a bag, for sure. And so, I was like... I you weren't really walking
1: around with it, but... Yeah, well, sitting no, down but, like, you, I
0: still would have to, like, you know, get up to, like, breastfeed or, like, whatever. and Just, so, like, like, shift
1: around in yeah, bed. Yeah,
0: and, like, I still had my IV in. I was, like, connected to all these tubes <laughs> and trying to breast... It was just not, not my favorite time. So, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, hey, I need to get out of this ASAP. So, I was like, yeah, I can definitely walk to the bathroom and get up by myself. And I, like, strained to do it so that she could see and then take the, like catheter out but it was it was hard I, I definitely shouldn't have walked around as much as I did I don't think that I really realized how serious of a surgery it was like they say that whenever you laugh or cough like you should put a pillow against your incision to like to give counter pressure but I didn't know to do that so like we would constantly be laughing and it hurt so much so I think that I actually ended up like stressing my incision out and then now I have a bunch of fluid that's like kind of built up around it and some of it has been draining I know this is gross but this this (laughs) is part of it this is part of recovery some of it has been draining um it still is there at like two and a half weeks now and I went to go see the OB that did my surgery a couple days ago, and he said that the fluid should just get reabsorbed in your body, like, in the next month or so, which is, I mean, cool, but also it's, like, a month of just, like, hard fluid around my incision, so that's fun. Mm. But he did say that it was pretty common for women that go into an emergency C-section when they're fully dilated. So, like, when I looked it up, it's it's basically called a seroma. It's, like, a buildup of fluid, and it happens to, like, 2 to 5% of C section, which is just like and why, you're that, you're that why two to five? me, yeah. <laughs> that's insane. So yeah, the recovery has been not super straightforward, but I mean it, it could have been worse. It always can be worse. So that's not that's not the worst part of it.
1: Mm. Right. What is the worst part of it?
0: I think the worst part of it was I wouldn't say that I had postpartum depression, to be fair, it could also still happen. I'm only at two and a half weeks, mm. but the first couple of days that we were at home i definitely felt like so useless like i think i'm just so used to doing things and like being on top of things and then having to rely on you was very is still very weird to me because that isn't always our relationship and literally being just like on bed rest and only breastfeeding like that was all i could do and like nap it was really hard yeah to do nothing essentially. You gotta
1: heal. Yeah. That's kind of the process of it.
0: And that's probably why I'm healing a lot slower is because I tried to push myself harder than I should have in the first couple of days.
1: I got hit with a little bit of sad dad as well. Yeah,
0: they said sad dad might happen. Yeah,
1: but it wasn't, it was more of like a fear of like, am I doing this wrong or am I gonna hurt him? And it happened when, when he had his, was it his first dirty diaper or? Yeah,
0: it was his first big time poop. It was his
1: first one. I think that we didn't catch it immediately. So and just so you know, like, the a baby's first bowel movements are, like, tar, sticky, black. It's called... Mi-
0: Marconium? Marconium? Or micronium
1: or something? Yeah, yeah, something
0: like that. But yeah, we actually felt it, like, once I was holding him, and, like, I felt him, like, push out this poop, and it was, like... Yeah. It was, like...
1: It's, an ex- it's, like, a little explosion. Yeah, a
0: little explosion, and it's literally, like, sticky black tar.
1: Yeah, so I think when the first time we didn't catch it right away, and it was, like... Because it also doesn't stink it doesn't smell yeah at yeah. all but it was like so stuck to his body and like i mean what i know now is like babies do normally cry when you change their diaper but he was like screaming and i had to wipe it all off and like it's not like you know one one wipe it goes away it's like you have to kind of rub it off you know and i was like because
0: it was like crusted it was like on crusted it on him didn't yeah catch it
1: so i was like after I did it, it was like so traumatizing. I was like crying and I was like, I think I hurt his butt. I don't know what to his do. His butt was
0: so red. I was
1: crying so much and yeah, I think I got hit with sad dad with that one because I was like, I don't wanna hurt him, he's so precious and It yeah, was
0: only like one or two days. That was like days a few, yeah,
1: two days, maybe one, yeah. Yeah. That was his first that was his first <laughs> first poop. And I was like, Oh,
0: sad dad, it's gonna be okay.
1: And it's like he was screaming so much, so I was like, Is there a way to like Cause I was like asking a lot of the nurses for assistance and like tips and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, let's just kind of they don't, they don't like to have a dirty diaper, but they also don't like to get changed, so it's kind of a lose lose situation." They're just but gonna cry. They're out. gonna cry and scream regardless. So, but he's he's kind of getting more chill. Sometimes, if he's like if he's well fed, then he won't scream. But
0: yeah, I mean the screaming, I think now we don't experience so much because we kind of know like when he's being fussy or when he's about to cry we kind of know what it is that he wants or like we can try different things that he wants so it really doesn't get to that point anymore but yeah. in the first couple of days like oh my god especially when he goes through growth spurts this is something that we learned really recently is that they're gonna go through growth spurts at around i'm not even gonna say it now because i can't remember but like within the first couple and weeks you said
1: the two in within two days they have one of them where they have like that which I think he did. He had that yeah. little fussy fit two where he really couldn't do anything.
0: Seven to ten days. And then two weeks. Four to six weeks. And then three months. Those are the mm. periods when they go through their growth spurts. And when that happens, they're just going to be fussy for a couple days or up to a week. And when it first happened, when we were in the hospital and when we first came home, like, we had no idea what to do. We were like, why is he, like, constantly trying to eat? Like, am I not producing enough breast milk? Like, I was freaking out. I researched so much about breast milk and, like, how to know if you're producing enough and all these things. And at the end of the day, I realized that I was producing enough milk. It was just that he's fussy. And when he's fussy, he either just wants to suck on something or he just continues to want to feed. And even if you feel like you're not producing any milk, like, your body usually is and during that period of time in the early days like that's when your milk is being established anyway so it's more important for you to continue to feed and not like go straight to formula because on the first night that we came home we freaked out and we were like we don't know what to do all he wants to do is eat i'm not producing any milk and so we like panic bought a bunch of formula which we don't really now we
1: don't use it at all
0: now we don't use i mean it's good to have just in case you never know but like yeah, we really panicked. It's
1: because the first night that we got home from the hospital, in regards to the daytime, he was sleeping really nicely. Sleep. He's but an then, angel during the day. Yeah, but then once it hit, like, 9 p.m., he was just like, there was nothing you could have done for him that would have stopped him from crying. Like, yeah. it was feed, and then, and then you have to change his diaper, and then you try to swaddle, and then you try to, like soothe him in any way and then he would need to feed again it's like the whole cycle like an over cycle, and over yeah. and over. And i'm talking about like it comes to being like 4 a.m where we're just so exhausted and want to sleep so it's like it, it was frustrating because we we're like what does he want but at the end of the day it's like there's nothing you can really do you just gotta you just gotta be there for him and most of the time like, he just through through wants
0: it. to be held like when they're being fussy a lot of times they just want to be held but yeah. as parents like obviously you just get so tired and like you we're trying to, to, sleep. to sleep yeah. yeah we're trying to go to sleep but like a lot of times he just wants to be close to you and like actually held like not put down close to you like in your arms close to you Mm -hmm. like I think for the first week or so you were so like why is he doing this like it doesn't make any sense and I'm like babies don't make any sense like there's no rhyme or reason (laughs) they just cry and like I think it was a big learning curve for both of us to just try and understand that like he's not doing it because he like has ulterior motives or because he's like why are you not feeding me I want food you know like he he's experiencing extreme discomfort for whatever reason and it's just our job to like figure it out yeah and a lot of times it's it is just that they want to be held and i think that for us we want him to go to sleep but he doesn't want to go to sleep And I think, like, as parents, you're like, hey, you feed, and then you go to sleep. You feed, and then you go to sleep. But that's not always the case.
1: Oh, man. Human infants are so vulnerable.
0: They are. They
1: really can't do anything for so long.
0: No. And it's like, I was researching, like, SIDS, which is Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, which is just so morbid sounding. But, I mean, it's a thing. It happens. And, like, babies can die from overheating, which is just, like, if you just put them in too many layers and the room too hot, like, he would die. Like, that's crazy. But, like, yeah, they're just so fragile. And I think that's something that I knew, but I didn't realize, like, how on edge I would be about it. Yeah.
1: You got to be careful because, yeah, like, there's so, there's a long list of, like, how infants can die.
0: Yeah. And for, like, a while, too, like, up until they're a couple months. I think it's, like, two to four months is when they're the most vulnerable. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: yeah, anyways, moving on from that note.
1: (laughs) So, going back to right after giving birth, we were in the hospital for a few days three days three days and um we actually ended up staying longer because um our baby's bilirubin levels were high so he was jaundiced which means they had to put him under a light and do numerous like blood collections and just so it's common it's not like
0: it's not like a serious condition or anything and
1: they said specifically it's more common with asian males and then I was like, oh, yeah, that is what he is. <laughs> and I, like, forgot. He's
0: a half-Asian male. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah, that was kind of, like, it, it took a few days and we had to... But it
0: that was, was weird honestly, to see
1: him in a box, but...
0: It was weird to see him in a box. And even though it wasn't serious, it definitely... I think for us being new parents of, like, what, two, three days, Mm -hmm. like, our stress levels were already very high, we were very tired, and, like, this is another thing I want to talk about, just kind of how it's affected our relationship with each other, Mm -hmm. and how we communicate, and obviously we fought quite a bit in the first couple days the most. I don't think now we fight as much, but I think it was just our different opinions of, like, how you should do things, like... It's definitely been interesting just going through this with you and, like, just seeing how each of us decides to parent. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it really tests a relationship.
0: It 100% does. Like, I mean, we were solid AF before this, and we still are, but it's, like, I I feel like if your relationship was on, like, rocky terms already, like, man, it would go out the fucking window. Because it's, yeah, it's it's just we argued quite a bit.
1: Yeah, love (laughs) is the foundation, but if I hated you, bruh, we would have been... We would have killed each other. Yeah. It's just tough when you're like really sleep deprived and you gotta, and like one person has to feed and I usually try to rest as you're feeding and then you're like, okay, I'm done feeding and then I'm trying to wake back up. And then like, he's like,
0: oh no, he's, he's not done. And I'm like, he is done. Can you please take (laughs) him and change his diaper? But I mean, we've actually, but like, we found like a good way of like balancing things, I think.
1: Now we got like, yeah, we got more into the groove of it for sure. Yeah.
0: But in the first couple days it was rough. Yeah. Especially because like I was saying, like I felt so useless and I think that didn't help either.
1: And we just didn't know what we were doing as well.
0: Yeah. But I would say that like, everything that we talked about in the last episode, where, like, Dayon was not a very good support person, I feel like you've really stepped up since having the baby. And, like, actually in terms of taking care of the baby. Solid. Because, like, yesterday Dayon left the house for a bit, and he left me at, like, 5 p.m. And so we should have known better, because this is when fussiness starts. And so he left right when I just finished feeding him, and I was like, great, he's gonna take a nap. He'll wake up by the time Dayon gets back. And literally from like five to seven, he stayed awake and just like constantly wanted to feed, constantly crying. Like I tried to put him down, like he wouldn't have it. And it was just really hard because like Dan is usually the one that calms him down when he's like crying or like burps him, changes his diaper. And I'm the one that like feeds him and like lets him nap on me. And then that's usually when he's calm. And so I feel like we both have like our different ways of calming him down Mm -hmm. that are kind of unique to us. And like I tried to burp him and I tried and it just he was not having it. (laughs) So
1: we figured out our roles and like what works best for the baby so far.
0: Besides everything that's rough about being new parents, obviously it's rewarding i'm one of those people now i say things like that but it's so rewarding being a new parent because it's like crazy like i just look at him and it's like how was he inside of me mm-hmm. and like how, how did he we so make cute? him he's so cute he's, he's so cute and like i don't know if that's just like as parents you think your child is just like the cutest ever but he's adorable and he's so entertaining mm-hmm. and it's really
1: interesting when you like just like looking at him i often think like He's a little bit of you, a little bit of me, but he's, like, 100% his own person. And it's yeah. just, like, so interesting to think that, like, he came from us, but, like, he's literally can do anything he wants. He's his own entity. And, like, it's just so insane think And we're, when like, what are you it.
0: thinking about? What do you see? What are you looking yeah, at? Yeah, what are you even dreaming about? Yeah. Which is, yeah. But it's crazy because, like, he looks so different from... When, obviously, he was zero. born. Yeah. But he was very cute when he was born. Mm-hmm. He's very cute. But now he looks so different. And he's, like, surpassed his birth weight. So, like, when babies are born, then they actually lose weight. And then by week two, they want to be back at what their birth weight is. And so now he's back. And he actually is gaining, like, a lot of weight, which is great. So he's, like, gaining healthy Healthy weight, so it's only onwards enough upwards from here, mm-hmm. which was concerning because he had jaundice, and when you have jaundice, then they tend to lose weight, mm-hmm. and so yeah, we were definitely worried for a while there. I was like, he's a little skinny mini. Yeah, and we were like,
1: because <laughs> like when you're jaundiced, to your skin is yellow, so we were like looking at his skin tone and just like making sure everything is okay. So so far, it seems like everything has it's it's, it's progressed. It's yeah. gone.
0: But it's crazy, like having a child is just. Like, you really open your heart up to... I mean, honestly, like, so much love. But also, there's a lot to worry about. Like, Mm -hmm. I get it now. There's a
1: lot of fear, for sure. Yeah,
0: because he's, like, a baby right now. Like, a really fresh new baby. But, like, so many things could happen. So many things could come up. And, like, it's just... Like, even just him having jaundice, which was not a big deal at all whatsoever. Like, just seeing him in, like, the little box with the light, I was like, my heart hurt. I was like, are you okay? And it's like, I I don't know how parents do it when, like, they really do struggle with, like, their kids developing something because it, it hurts, man. And it's crazy, like, that's what you sign up for when you sign up to be a parent is... Like, you sign up for all this love but you also sign up for like a lot of heartache like it's a, a lot it's like of potential be a protector for heartache. and
1: everything yeah yeah
0: it's a lot of potential for heartache so it's it's funny because when I talked to my parents after obviously having the child my mom was like do you do you get it now do you appreciate it? where I'm <laughs> like I always did but like I mean yeah I do I do get it
1: <laughs> yeah. the thing is though like we kind of realized that it would be like that.
0: Well, you know it's going to, but it's very different when it actually happens and when you feel it. Yeah. Because even with you, like, when you do things where I'm like, why are you doing that? Or, like, that's hurting him or something like that. And I'm like, stop it. (laughs) And it's, like, just my instinct to protect and, like like don't do that please
1: i can imagine can only get worse when it he's only older. gets worse yeah. yeah
0: and i'm like i'm not gonna be one of those moms but you know what i just might you never <laughs> know <laughs> don't hurt my Walk, baby you
1: have to hold his hand when you cross the street
0: well yeah you have to <laughs> are you testing me right now no i'm <laughs> just asking
1: i'm asking
0: <laughs>
1: maybe i am maybe i'm kind of testing you but it is insane just like how much he's already changed like his eyebrows came in, his face is like more defined.
0: Everyone on Instagram says that he looks more like Dayan. but I feel like when his eyes are closed, he looks like me. But when his eyes are open, he looks more like you.
1: I really feel like he's a he's a good mix of both of us. Because like I can see a lot of your face in him. And the thing is too, I see a lot of like our parents' face. Like I see some of your mom, I see some of like or like your mom said that she sees some of my dad. In our son as well. So I see some of my brother as well. It's, it's very interesting how like a lot of those genetics, they come. But he's going to look so different. They mix in. I mean, when would you know when like when his face is kind of.
0: I don't know. You don't get your face really until you're like puberty. in high school. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Post puberty is when it's like so okay stuck this a, way.
0: Yeah. So it goes through a bunch of phases, a couple awkward ones. That's expected. when you'll
1: know if his nose is actually going to be my nose. I or think your it nose. will be. You think so? I
0: really think it will be your nose. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I don't think my nose came in until after puberty, like the like the like the length of it didn't length, come in until after the puberty. The brevity. of your <laughs> the, nose. Brevity. the the hook though the hook came like at eighteen crazy That's yeah because i think it was like like it came out bigger were but you then... ever
0: insecure about your nose or was it oh
1: 100 uh-huh. yeah i mean i was always like i would never change a thing about me and i kept trying to tell myself that but like i was like if i did it would probably be my nose
0: what would you want it to look like
1: like just not hook downwards mm, so just you know like what i mean like, not like an eagle. A bit. yeah or like maybe just like a t- just like a tiny bit more like up you yeah, know what i mean yeah And this thing is, my notes came from my grandma. So it's like, it's interesting how it skips generations like that as well.
0: Yeah. It's also interesting because I feel like going into this period, I was like, it would be so great to do like a messy vlog and kind of document what this first two weeks looks like. And I was like, well, why don't people do that? And then I realized when I got there that I was like, I'm literally naked 100 like 100% yeah. of the time. It's like I wear a sports bra, which I actually didn't for the first couple days, but then my boobs really came like cuz my milk came in, so my boobs got really heavy and I'm not used to wearing like bras at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like fuck, like I can't carry this anymore. So then I'm wearing a sports bra but most of the time it's down anyways because I have to feed and then I'm wearing like hospital grade underwear constantly. Because your
1: incision is still draining. Because my incision. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just like, this is why people don't vlog because you're literally naked and I'm wearing hospital grade mesh see-through underwear.
1: I think you look great though.
0: Thank you. I mean, I think I look great, but I just like don't really want to share that with the world, Mm -hmm. you know? So.
1: You've lost weight really quickly.
0: Yes. Oh, we should talk about that. I mean, obviously when I gave birth, like if you look at those photos, like, I was very puffy because they'd pumped me with like drugs and fluids and so i was just really puffy right when i gave birth and then pretty much immediately afterwards i got even puffier which was very interesting because i'm like hey now i gave birth everyone says it's just gonna slim right down but like because of the fluids like they all went straight to like my legs and my feet i had swelled while i was pregnant but this was swelling like none other like it was so chunky mm-hmm. like my ankles completely disappeared i mean was hard cuz i was like you know you deal with your body going through all these changes the pregnancy and you expect that once you deliver that it would you know kind of slowly start that process of snapping back but it just got worse before it got better and like because i got a c section then like i was so bloated like i had so much gas and so i still looked very 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 much pregnant and it was so uncomfortable so like oh my gosh also like pooing after you give birth i think whether or not you have an incision or you give birth like vaginally it's it's painful it's painful and you feel like you're just gonna rip and i I can only
1: imagine yeah
0: like i felt like my incision was gonna rip but i managed to like they gave me like stool softeners and stuff when i was in the hospital so i managed to and i was very very proud of myself when i actually did poop so that was (laughs) fun um but after the first couple of days of being, like, really swollen and filled with gas, I lost, like, really quickly after that. Because I think, like, just breastfeeding really, really helps. Yeah. And I was, like, walking around. And so that was, like, helping to get, like, the fluids out. And also my incision started draining. So, like, that was also getting rid of fluids. And I think within, like, the first week, I was definitely a lot slimmer.
1: Yeah, you can see it the most in your face. Yeah, Because, like, your sure. face was so puffy throughout the whole pregnancy. And then, like, <laughs> looking at it now, like, you're back to how you were. Almost. almost. It's almost back
0: to how it was.
1: Your breasts are a lot bigger than they were.
0: They are. And I don't know how to deal with them because I never had boobs before. I never really wore a bra. I mean, I did when I like pretended that I had I never boobs in saw high you school. Wear bra. But yeah, but Ooh. since we've been together, I never wear bras and I just now it's just so heavy and like my posture is already bad and now it's even worse. So, yeah, it's it's a learning curve. But also like these boobs are going to stay here. Like, once I finish breastfeeding, it's going to go, like, flat like a pancake, so... You have
1: another thing you noticed, too. You said that your abs separated. Is that... Is that common?
0: I think it's common. I'm not entirely sure. But, basically, when your stomach stretches out, then, like, your abs are also strained as well because they're supporting, like, all this weight in the middle... And so, you can just like lie on your back, put your knees up, and then kind of like do like a bit of a crunch and like support your head. And you can feel your ab muscles. And if there's a separation in between them, then that's how you kind of know that like your abs have separated. And doing crunches is like not the way to like strengthen them. Like, so don't do that for sure. They're like exercises that you can oh, lucky do. You. I know. <laughs> but they're exercises that you can do to like help bring them back together. But then if that doesn't really work, then you would have surgery to bring it back together, which mm. sounds awful. I honestly never. Want to have surgery again in my entire life? That's fair because it just I don't trust my body because of the fluid situation right now. I'm like, I don't trust you to heal properly, so let's just not go through this again. But I mean, I'm only two and a half weeks into my recovery, and it takes like six to eight weeks to heal properly, and sometimes even longer than that. And then they say that it takes like up to six months to actually get back to where your body was before, and it might not ever go back to the way it was before but like kind of similar to You're where changed you were forever yeah i mean honestly i am i can't imagine and it's not that... a bad thing yeah it's not a bad thing like but it's just like whatever my body will look like when i will feel better about myself will probably f- happen at around six months so mm. right now like i'm not really stressed about it and i actually <laughs> when people said that like when you breastfeed you'll lose weight a lot faster i was like great that means that i can eat whatever i want And I'll lose weight. (laughs) And that's 110% not the case because I was eating, like, crap the last couple of days. And I just feel so awful. And when you actually look it up, like, basically the things you're supposed to eat is, like, protein, vegetables, and fruit. Which is the same exact thing that I did when I was pregnant. So, really, nothing has changed. So,
1: you felt like it's, like, okay, now I can finally eat what I want. Yeah. And then they hit you with the actually keep eating. Maintain the diet. Maintain the same And I mean, it makes sense
0: because it's, like, you need the nutrients to, like, make... Good breast milk for your baby also to not feel like crap and to also like get your body back to the way that it was or like help it bounce back faster so it makes sense it's just like damn
1: yeah but you can shamelessly eat sashimi which is nice oh my god
0: yeah we've been eating quite a bit of sushi which has been fantastic but other than that the recovery process has been okay
1: we had a lot of friends drop by and, and bring us some food, which was really helpful and amazing. That
0: was really nice. That
1: was super nice. And it's just, t- it's tough with like how it is right now where like they can't actually come in and meet the baby. But it's they good that like they can like see him from a distance. Can, like, from a distance. And yeah, it's nice that like they made us food so we don't have to worry about that too much. And.
0: hmm that was really nice, yeah, and but like, they are
1: lifting the band soon.
0: they are lifting it, but th- that doesn't necessarily mean that we should go invite and see everybody a bunch of people because yeah. yeah, like he is still a newborn, he has like no immune system, really, so if he gets sick, like that would be really fucking that would be tragic, awful. so yeah, I mean, it's like they are lifting the bands, so I mean we can slowly start kind of integrating back into normal life, but I think it's like important that we still stay quite cautious about who we bring around and like yeah. making sure that everyone isn't sick and i think that this whole time has kind of taught people to be more accountable of those things and hopefully also like workplaces and schools will be more understanding when people are like hey i'm sick i can't do this yeah instead of being like well no you have to come into work This it's crazy it's like when you work in a restaurant you'll be sick and they're like mm, but we really need you to come in and it's like you're handling food and it's like, I was it's wor- pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like we both worked at restaurants and like, I don't know what your experience was like, but I've definitely had days where I'm like, oh, well, like I can't come in. They're like, can you, can you just like, just for a couple hours? And it's like, I get it. Like I get that you're fucked if I don't come in, but also it's food.
1: It's like, yeah, you have to be careful. Yeah. I always feel guilt when I have to call. Yeah. Like when I have to call in sick, I always feel a little bit guilty. But I mean, it's you have to. Like you have to. There's like no end. Or a if, pandemic. To yeah. Ranges, a like, pandemic might start. If exactly. You, know. yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I have.
0: So that's pretty much been our first two weeks of parenthood. It is exactly what everyone says it's supposed to be. The which, roller coaster
1: like, of emotions. It's extreme fatigue. It is sleep deprivation. Like no tomorrow um but it's also so cute and so fulfilling and just like
0: we'll never have this again like our first newborn baby.
1: He will never be yeah. smaller than that. That's what why he like right every now. single
0: time that I'm frustrated or I'm so tired like I try to just tell myself like you're going to want to like remember this and savor yeah. this because as stressful as it is like, he will never be this tiny again.
1: Yeah, we, we still have to cherish it, even though, like, all he does is pee, poo, cry, yeah. sleep. Yeah,
0: oh, but I'm so excited for when he actually, like... Smiles. smile yeah like yeah. socially smile and like laugh oh i'm so excited because right now like he still smiles but he has no control over his face so he's just like flexing his muscles and stuff
1: but again we still need to cherish these moments
0: i know i know that's why like <laughs> we I keep, always get ahead of i know ourselves, i keep but... catching myself being like oh like i can't wait until he does this or this or this and i mean that's why i'm trying to take like so many photos and videos because i'm like i'm gonna want to remember him mm-hmm. as like this tiny little peanut (laughs) With the
1: digital age, too, like, I feel like we have so many more photos than I think our family has of us.
0: There's just too many, yeah. (laughs) There's
1: way too many. But the thing is, like, we've been documenting a lot on film, and I think those will be really nice to, like, go back to and see. Because, like, going through my Google Drive of all the baby photos, I don't know if that's the move.
0: Yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's like how when we have to go to school and they're like, oh, bring in a baby photo of yourself, and you bring in, like, a film photo, like, his age. Like, everyone's, you're going to have so many photos to choose from.
1: Yeah everyone's gonna have well they probably already have an ig account made for them as a baby so. yeah
0: that's true <laughs> just bring in your ig handle on your ipad <laughs>
1: oh my days how different it's gonna be who knows so interesting. i think yeah who knows how they're gonna do the whole picture thing film or is it gonna be just digital
0: yeah it probably will just be digital i don't think a whole lot of people do film anymore
1: anyways we are again getting ahead of ourselves so i think it's time to wrap this up we've been rambling quite a bit and that's been our experience for this past few weeks now so make sure to follow us on Means and Deans. My personal handle is Dayon's Day Off.
0: Mine is Your Girl Means, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya! Bye bye. All
1: right, let's go get some sleep.
0: I'm down.